Thank you for listening to the ESBC podcast with the purpose of the podcast is to make me money. I'm not a hypocrite like the uh, athletes, right? Sports guys, pro sports guys. Oh, I trained cities to be in alignment with the universe, to help the community. No, no, no. You change uh, teams because you wanted to make more money, right? Your agent wanted to make your more money. Your wife talked to you to make you more money. Than you. So our podcast is based on 100% authenticity and 100 percent transparency however in the era of george floyd of income inequality of inadequate wealth distribution i've been fortunate and blessed that i have an mba i have an mbs and i have securities licenses and clients with net worth over 50 million dollars right i manage a lot of money so i've been successful in business i had a restaurant then i invested eight thousand dollars turned it into eight hundred thousand dollars sale so what i do on the podcast is i teach businesses financial concepts so you learn them and apply them betting on sporting events betting on football games betting on basketball games college basketball i'm good in that finished up 77 percent uh NBA. Why is that important? Why is 77% NBA important? Because 52.5 is break even. So we live off, we get compound interest off the margins between 52.5 and 70 to 80%. Of course, 77% NBA since they started back from the bubble. Uh, we make a lot of money. So the ROI is about 105%. That means out of the 50 grand that bet i've been another 50 grand which i'm fortunate to have some people don't make 50 grand in a year and i'm making it off football right off basketball watching the games but it's not just that because we talk about the value equation which is psychological factors plus functional factors so we use the money my wife's bought gasoline with it the last uh, 10 years thirty-two thousand dollars functional divided by time and money right psychological factors is all the barrage of text I get kickoff Sunday and uh, sports betting is the one sport where you interact so you don't just sit there at the slot machine by yourself for hours or uh, at the card table for hours not really interacting with anybody sports betting is about camaraderie it's about the back and forth and it's about the fun so I digress now this podcast is really about the Hawthorne effect it's about two things uh with the Hawthorne effect, you improve your bets uh, t- 10 to 20%. So in management and business management, whatever you track and measure, right? You improve its performance, its outcomes by 10 to 20%. So if you're a 50% better and you do the Hawthorne effect and improve it 10%, right? You're making money. You're making money off the margin of 52.5 and up between what you improve and you're having fun watching the game. Uh, part of it is being a sports fan. Some people just bet on the betting market because of its inefficiencies and don't even watch the games, but to each his own. I like watching the games. I'm a big sports fan and I enjoy uh, being able to monetize it at the same time. And you're competing. You're competing against the casino, against other bettors. The second part of this podcast, the, the repo, uh, the re- the recap, wrap up, Hawthorne Effect podcast 
is that as as a male, right, in uh, 2020, you're supposed to be the hunter, the gatherer. Uh, you're supposed to be right in everything you do. And that's not always the case. And if it's not the case, you have to do the Rene Descartes, Socrates, where they both said that a life unexamined is not worth living, right? Because you learn from your mistakes. You evolve. But it's not as easy as it sounds, right? Because you're the hunter or gatherer. You're supposed to be right. Father knows best. So when you're wrong and you have faulty thinking and you have a faulty belief system you need to change, it's humiliating. It's painful. It's embarrassing. But you have to face those feelings. 95% of people cannot face those feelings. As a result, 95% of people cannot change. And as a result, 95% of sports bettors do not have the results that we've had on the podcast going on the last two years. So out of 17 weeks last year, six weeks this year, we're 22 out of 23 weeks of profit, right? Do other people do it? Yes. There's a lot of people that do it, but they live in big houses and they don't have a spirit of abundance. They have a spirit of scarcity or just selfishness or Teachers, though, they're just living their life and they're not an extreme extrovert like I am. And they're taught to share. So we're sharing here uh, how uh, we use the Hawthorne effect to make money on the wrap-up shows. So what bets did I get wrong last week that I should have gotten right? Uh, we'll start off with uh, the Viking money line against Atlanta. First week of Raheem Morris. I know that Raheem Morris is a very smart man. I know that this is probably a setup. Really, uh, Quinn should have been fired last year. Uh, Raheem Morris is not really putting in all the, he's keeping, he kept things in his back pocket until Quinn got fired. I knew all this was going on, right? Uh, so that was, this was, that was Atlanta all the way. However, because of my stubbornness, and me, and I've been doing this a lot this year that I, and I'm changing, but I need to change. I had a very good mentor of mine that said that if you're preparing, you've lost, you need to be prepared. So I need to change and not bet last year's teams or last year's strategy, but this year's strategies. And I knew Raheem Morris, uh, African-American, Defensive coordinator. And it's interesting that uh, we have uh, the only African American coaches to win a Super Bowl were black defensive minded head coaches. So the next, uh, diverse, uh, I'm, uh, I'm the head of the Orange County Diversity Council, and it's tied to the National Diversity Council. And studies have been done by Harvard and Warren. And if a company is diverse, they make 45% more free cash flow, right? And the female CEOs make about 35% more cash flow. So for the NFL to really be diverse, we need a black head coach who's an offensive-minded head coach like Norville in uh, Nevada. Nevada has zero talent, and he's doing a great job there, getting, getting them to a bowl game every year. 
So you have Raheem Morris, defensive-minded head coach. Uh, very intelligent man, bad at networking, but he has a friend in Rich McKay, who's the president of, of the Atlanta. So I knew all this, and I needed to go with Raheem Morris, but I didn't. So I learned my lesson. Uh, we're going to ride Raheem Morris in, in Atlanta a little bit. Then you have uh, analytics team. I had been 26-0 analytics, and then I started getting Cleveland and uh, Minnesota. No, Cleveland and Carolina wrong. Cleveland right. But I needed to study why these analytic teams were now doing good when they didn't do bad. So the three full-on analytics teams are Detroit, Cleveland, and Carolina. Yeah, I'm still getting to Detroit games wrong because uh, Patricia doesn't know how to apply analytics. He lets analytics make the decision for him. And analytics are a tool to make decisions. They do not make decisions for you. And the reason Cleveland had been doing well, and I think you know, Stefanoski, first-time head coach, he wasn't even really the offensive coordinator. Uh, in Minnesota, the real offensive coordinator was Kubiak, Super Bowl coach from Denver. Uh, and at the, at the key I saw was a, a man who absolutely does not believe in analytics at all, Bill Canahan, who's the offensive line coach for Cleveland. He's always in the Super Bowl or in the playoffs, he was a Super Bowl coach for the Raiders when they went against Gruden. And man, he built powerful offensive line. But they met their match against Pittsburgh. And I should have connected the dots. Pittsburgh's defensive line is going to neutralize the great work Callahan has done with that Cleveland offensive line. And uh, that was Pittsburgh all the way. So that's two. But I fixed the analytics problem, right? Uh, that's why we were able to still get a profit. We were 14 and 12, 54%. 52.5 is break even. So uh, another winning week, right? And the way to be consistent having week after week making money, being profitable, is a Hawthorne effect. But this is the worst week we've had percentage wise. So. You look at Carolina, another analytics team that I bet for, uh, Cleveland, right? And uh, looking at Detroit, did I get the Detroit analytic game right? The Detroit Lions. Detroit we got right. Looking at it here, looking at the spreadsheet. All right, so Eagles covered, went over. Bengals covered, went over. Bengals, uh, they were like a double-digit dog. You got double-digit dogs in the division are almost automatic. You almost bet it blind, but you do not bet any game blind. Another uh, game that I was living in the past is New England, New England Patriots. I'm betting last year's New England Patriots, not this year's New England Patriots. They were minus 10 against Denver. Denver's a defensive team. Uh, Street, of course, is a defensive team, and defensive teams don't cover big spreads. And uh, Denver, uh, 
with a great defensive coach in uh, Coach Fangio. Uh, they were going to cover 100%, and I should have known that. I should have known that. And I need to learn from my mistakes. And that's what I'm doing. I love doing it public here on the podcast. Makes me more, even more accountable. And uh, thank you. Uh, the NFL podcast is blowing up like crazy. Thank you for telling your friends. Thank you for subscribing. Love it. Thank you so much. And thank you for the feedback. We're getting a lot of feedback. And I've gotten tips from fans that have made me money. So I really appreciate that because this is about collaboration, right? Communists say that capitalists can't collaborate. And I would disagree. I think capitalists can collaborate. So those three games I should have gotten right. And I, and I got them wrong. Now, it's important in sports betting to differentiate between games where you have faulty thinking, that you should have done research, that you should have gotten right, versus games that you lost by pure luck, right? You can only be certain of an outcome in probability theory because we use business and financial concepts to bet on games and to make money on games. And one of the tools we use to bet on games from the business and financial world is probability theory. And in probability theory, you can only be certain of a result up to 80%. So that means that 20% of the time, there's going to be some bad luck involved. Uh, there was information you could not have researched. There was no way of you knowing it or just a random occurrence, right? There was an 80% chance it wasn't going to be a pandemic in 2020. Yet there was. Another game that I got wrong all across the board that I got, shouldn't got right, and we'll close with these two. So I got five, right? So I should have been 19 and 11. So reviewing it, hindsight's 2020, but you leverage it for the next week. Every week is different, but you still use the information to make money. So 19 out of 30. 64%, we should try to improve on that when it gets to 70%. 64% made $150,000 in the sports book contest, super book contest in Westgate. So 64% is very good. And then your ROI on your money is like 150%, right? Those are, you know, kind of Tesla numbers when you invest. Uh, the Rams and the 49ers. I should have known that in a division game, everything's going to be different. So you're going to have different teams and you got to strategize what is it they're going to do. In fact, um, those who listened to the NFL podcast yesterday, you made money when I used this lesson that I learned from the Hawthorne effect between the Rams and the 49ers for the Giants in Philadelphia. Two totally different teams that protected the defense. The game went under, right? And the home team with a coach, offensive coach who led the teams to the playoffs, <laughs> covered the spread, right? Uh, this, In this case, it was Shanahan who did what Peterson did last night for the Eagles. So 49ers as a dog covered, and it was under the 51. So I learned my lesson. So this is a perfect example 
of learning her lessons using the Hawthorne effect and leveraging that 10 to 20% to make money. So I learned from the LA Rams 49ers game and extrapolated it to the Giants and 49ers game and made money and had fun doing it last night. Then we go to Monday night, Buffalo plus four, over 55, same thing happened. And you got to look at Peterson from Monday night. It's a disciple of Andy Reid. Andy Reid on the road, right? Running game travels, defense travels. So that game was going under, and he covered his protege, McDermott, at Buffalo. So really, that's the over-under. That's four, five. So it was more than that. When you add in the over-under, I could have got more right, right? By using the proper strategy and doing more research, right? Doing a little bit more research and learning from mistakes that would have gotten, let's say six, six, six different. So I really could, so that's what we look forward to this week and the next week doing that. So I really could have been 20 and 10 which would have been, you know, way up there. So 20 divided into 30, 67% it should have been by executing the process flawlessly, right? And knowing that I'm researching judges for the election because I hate not knowing who the judges are, or the random state assembly guy, you know? And, it's, and, and I should have said, hey, you're going to have to, Know that you're looking at these judges, you're gonna spend more time at at these um, NFL games, so you get as close enough to the luck factor as possible and hit 67%. Right? And this is the process you have to go and you have to do to make money watching sports, and also collaborate with other people who bet uh, and on the details and have fun doing it. All right. So that is your betting wrap up. We'll do them. Um, we'll get, start getting doing them on Tuesdays. Things clear up. I got all my uh, clients in cash, and we move forward to the holiday season. Uh, man, it's gonna be nice after the election. And uh, you know, hey, people that say that 2020 has been a bad year, it's not over yet. We still got a couple weeks in October. Still got November and December. So make those two and a half months really good. Maybe overshadow whatever happened in 2020. All right. We always close to Winston Churchill. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Sports Betting and Financial Podcast.